Previously on Finish It, Space Vampire. So I headed the <laughs> ship toward Akbar. What did I do? Oh, I, I did the same thing. Dang yeah, it. Yeah, we're doing the exact Dang same Dang it, man. Exact same read. I think that's oh, it. Failure, same What do we read. do when we get the same exact read? We made like big things about this. You prepared a hype out on an oblique course. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to hype uh, out I on do an every course. morning when I get up. <laughs> I have some coffee. I go in the bathroom and I prepare to hype out on an oblique course. <laughs> and leave the vampire marooned in deep space. But you stop abruptly as you hear a very different laugh behind you. The cruel laugh of the space vampire. The end. Oh, man. I'm Matt Ewell. And I'm Chris Ewell. And I'm Eli Seltzer. Hey, welcome Uh-oh. to Finish It. A completionist choosing your own adventure uh, Eli cast. Uh, every right. page, every ending, every book, everyone, check it out. It's Eli. Eli's here. Every, every Eli. Every, every Eli. Eli. <laughs> Not every Eli, just one Eli. The just special the one. Eli. Um, <laughs> hi, Eli. Hello. This is our friend Eli Seltzer. You might remember him. He... Um, he wrote the uh, Brew Your Own Adventure. Which is still uh, up and still available to play and so much fun. And still so on our website. It's a choose, awesome Choose Your Own Adventure experience where you create a beer. And um, he made the Lager of Time. Right? What's the name of your brewery? I just called it Finish It the Beer. But if you want to call it the Lager of Time, I am not picking. <laughs> oh, okay. That's well, probably a better name. <laughs> it's stuck in my head for some. I like Finish It, the, is finish it the Beer. Yeah. That's way better. Okay. Finish It the Beer is very good. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's going to join us today because he did some awesome stuff. Uh, and he's really rad and he's also cool. And yes, he's going to make a lot of really good jokes that are going to be very, very funny. We're oh, going to sit back and take it easy. He's going to bring the funny. We're going to put our feet up. Um, but I thought we could, since Eli is like a brew man, he makes lots of brews. He's a brew so dog. Call him a brew man. He's a brew. I thought we'd start by I'm talking. Sure I like that. Brew, a brew cat? I like brew cat better, I think. You could be a brew, brew human cat. if you brew want. Brew cat is cool. Cool cat's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, cool cat, brew cat. <laughs> um, so I thought we'd maybe start with talking a little bit about the beer that he made for Finish It and also all of the other beers he does. Yeah. So here's a little jangle. No fear, it's clear, we're here to dog beer. That's right. We're here to talk beer. Welcome to the. We're here to talk beer, where we talk about beer. You like? Do you like beer? Just a little. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a thing. So tell us about. Okay, tell us how you got into making beer. I'm interested. In that. Um. So, I went to school as a theater major. Nice. And same. Late in life, I got into <laughs> cooking and science, nice. and so it was way too late for me to go back to school. I'm not sure. going to do any of that stuff. Um. But. <laughs> I realized that I also love beer, and cooking and science is how you make beer. It's how and you so make I beer. sort of I sort of glommed onto that as a hobby, and several thousand dollars of equipment later, I yeah. am <laughs> fully in. Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot of the equipment, and I just took a tour of his new setup. But I saw all all of your stuff in motion at your last place too. Yeah, it is a lot. It looks like mad science here. Yeah. It's like this. What do you call that? The um, jar that's the, like the that? Erlenmeyer flask. The Erlenmeyer flask. Yeah. This massive yeah. Erlenmeyer flasks 
That's Curing cool. up the yeast. Yeah, it's for it's for propagating yeast, so you have a nice healthy amount of yeast to pitch into your wort, and that's what creates the beer. And I also should say, uh, if anyone is interested in brewing beer, you can do it a lot cheaper than several thousand dollars. <laughs> all it takes all it takes is a big pot, really. You just all got it takes really is deep old milk it. jug yeah, behind yeah. the toilet. Yep. <laughs> there there is a Reddit called Prison Hooch that would tell you exactly how to do that. Oh, <laughs> just make sure you spell that exactly right, or yes. it'll take you to many wrong Reddits. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I love your crazy setup here. And he has a keg. What do you think? Call the thing with the keg. I, I call inside? it a keezer. It's a keezer. Uh, it's what. Uh, the term that came about online, it is a chest freezer that has been converted to dispense kegs of beer. It has and taps on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, How many taps? Is that four? Three? Four taps. Four taps yeah, on I the have front of it. Four, I have three five-gallon taps and one two-and-a-half-gallon tap. This is in his living room. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's and very they good. Use, <laughs> and they use the old soda kegs that they used to deliver uh, Pepsi and Coke into. Um, now they use the box in a bag, and they have thousands and thousands of these old stainless steel uh, kegs sitting around, and they're the perfect size for home brewers, and oh. so that's pretty much what they're all used now. That's oh. super rad. All right, so when you did the Brew Your Own Adventure that led us yep. through a list of ingredients to find. <laughs> this actually, you know what? I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> this is kind of sexy light. For listeners at home, as I'm watching, the lights just automatically dimmed in the room that Chris and Eli are in. And it just right. got it's real, very real romantic in here. Yeah, Melissa, <laughs> Melissa's over there on the dimmer switch just staring at us. Like, just the looks of... <laughs> That looks a panic on your faces were ter- terrific. <laughs> yeah, he's got motion sensor lights, and we were like, okay, we have a plan for this. I'm going to wave a shirt, but I'm actually really feeling the vibe. Yeah, if it it's works, nice. it works for me. I like yeah. it. So we did the Bring Your Own Adventure, and that, and that got us a bunch of ingredients, and you used those ingredients yeah. to decide what our beer was going to be. Yes. Can, can you remind me what ingredients we ended up getting from the adventure? Yeah, so I wrote them down as you were doing it on this uh, Grey's Anatomy notepad I got from work. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I, I work for ABC. I don't just He's a doctor Grey's at Grey's a, uh, Academy. <laughs> I thought you worked for the Grey's Anatomy Museum. <laughs> Would That's a good prequel bad. to that show, like where you meet all them all as kids, be called Grey's Academy, and they're all like little kids at school, and they're learning to be sexy or whatever that show's about? I... I th- I know you're making a joke. I'm pretty sure ABC would buy that. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Pitch it. Get us. Get Pitch. at us, NBC. <laughs> you can use Twitter. Uh, so yeah, um, I have the notes, and when I was creating the Brew Your Own Adventure, creating a Choose Your Own Adventure is a lot harder than it seems like it's going to be. Yeah. Like, there's so much planning that goes into it, yeah. and had there been a specific style of beer I wanted to make for this, I probably would have laid it out in the exact path I gave you guys, because of course you're going to ride the woolly. You're going to go talk to <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, and it's, right. like, and it's like... Uh, but I'm really happy with the beer that came out, so it yeah. worked out okay. And that makes it way more complicated to actually, like, to have to have each step of the way has to have a certain type of ingredient. Like, you have to right. have all the writing, like, a certain amount of the correct type and of ingredients. And there were branches, the like, the two main branches were lager and ale. And, uh, Matt, I was super impressed when there was, like, a cold wind blowing through the cave. And you're like, oh, lagers, that's, yeah, that's cold, yeah. it's going to be lagers. Like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Matt has <laughs> drank a lot of beers. Yes. Yeah. I do, I drink life. the beers. Yeah. yeah. I know so, one thing about him. <laughs> but there were uh, some of the some of the branches ended up going. There's a lot of overlap. Like you can make a dark lager or a dark ale. So there was a lot sure, of stuff okay. that sort of looped back Could've into gone either way. Yeah, okay. that looped back into the same things. Still impressive. Yeah, it's a uh, the maps in my notebook of me trying to plan this out are almost illegible. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really maddening. <laughs> but we got a lager and we got so, yeah, we got a lager. 
uh, an American style lager, so not European. So what, is, what does that mean? Uh, American lagers are light okay. in color. They are light in body, usually very fizzy. Oh, um, okay. And they will use what they call adjuncts. They they aren't pure barley. You're going to use either corn or rice or both to sort of fill out the body. Oh, uh, okay. The the pessimistic way to think about it is they it's throw filler. cheaper in, yeah throw gotcha. cheaper ingredients in, mm-hmm. uh, but you can make a really nice beer with those. So yeah, not going to begrudge it's anybody. A lighter. Okay, I know this one had a pretty good amount of flaked corn in it. Ooh, I love yeah. flaked corn. Yeah, you really want that flavor <laughs> in an American beer. How is flaked corn different from corn flakes? Not much. All right, now I like beer even more. <laughs> uh, so we have an American lager, a pale American All lager. Right, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not a. I'm actually getting ready to brew a dark German lager right now, but you could Ooh. you could theoretically do a dark American lager. It's not an official style, but okay, it's there's nothing stopping you. Mm, uh, well, there's a lot of things stopping yeah, me. Stopping us, yeah. Expertise. Not, not stopping you. <laughs> I mean, access to equipment is fine. I got that. <laughs> yeah, come over here and brew anytime <laughs> yeah. you want, man. <laughs> Just sneak in. It explode your house. Um, and then it was fruity, right? It was like fruity a, was the next one, which okay. I had originally planned out to have branches from fruity that went to individual fruits. And yeah, but then about you, a few <laughs> hours into writing, I was like, nope, nope. No. <laughs> we're just going to say fruity and I'm going to let them pick a fruit. Okay. <laughs> uh, then lightly hopped and new world hops, What's which world is hops? Uh, there are basically three families of hops in the big general sense, at least from my point of view, there yeah. are German hops, which are your classic ones that would go into like a European lager. Okay. You have American hops, which is what you see in modern IPAs, the really uh, citrusy, piney ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. And New World is Australia and New Zealand, which have become all the rage recently. You've got hops like uh, Citra and Mosaic and yeah. Galaxy that give you tropical fruit flavors. Like all of the new uh, juicy, hazy IPAs are right. just loaded with New so World hops. So that goes well with the fruit flavors. It went really well with the fruit flavors. Nice. Yes. Um, I picked specifically for this one a hop called Waiiti out of New Zealand okay. that is supposed to impart um, peach aroma to the beer. And since I had chosen to oh. make peach flavoring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted something to complement. I had an alternative if we wanted an orange beer or a raspberry beer as well. Dang. So, yeah. So, like, a lot of thought <laughs> and knowledge. A, a bit, yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed. By I, I don't, I don't do things halfway as a general. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've noticed that about Eli, and you can notice that too when you read through your own adventure. Um, should we try? Should we? We've got a couple. Yeah, let's crack it open. Finish it. The beers in front of us. I think I'm so jealous. I'm sitting here watching you drink that amazingly yeah, delicious beer. It's funny, right? Like we, we gave you like a 12 pack, man. <laughs> you drink it all already? What? I'm just kidding. Matt uh-huh. did try some over the Christmas vacation. And it was um, so good, man. It's, it's super, such super a good. light peach flavor and such a nice, light, drinkable beer. But we are going to drink it oh, right Oh, look how pretty it looks. You guys are jerks. He's got really nice glasses, too. Those are nice glasses. They're perfect glasses. Yeah, these are uh Eli poured it a lot better, glasses. Chris. I poured mine really good. No, you did it wrong. It doesn't look as good. <laughs> well, Eli's got expertise. That's right. Official expertise. All right. And so yeah, this is also so. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, whatever. I can really smell the peach. Yeah, Matt, so, this is such a good beer. We're drinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I did ferment this on real peaches, but then I oh. I bumped up the flavor with a peach extract as I was kegging it. Oh, that's good. That's so good. It's really good. It's really peachy, but it's not sweet. Mm. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't taste like it has a flavoring in it. Like a yeah, I'm surprised there's any kind of extract because it's such a nice mellow peachy flavor. Yeah. yeah. 
That's awesome. And well it done. Goes really, it's perfect, like summer beer. Yeah, that's that was my one yeah. regret is that we brewed. I brewed in this the in the winter. Yeah, because it's such a good summer beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is really good. All right, so Matt, we're just gonna drink this for the next half. Yeah, hour. just so why don't you sit do, here quietly while you, you do nope. two reads and the quiz. And we'll just <laughs> enjoy this really good beer. All right, well maybe that's enough beer talk. What do you guys think? I, I is I there ever love, enough? I would love to have a beer. With a space vampire, would you? Whoa. Well, don't get carried away, Eli, because we got other business before oh. we get Oh, okay, there. sorry. Maybe you haven't been paying attention. All right, I'm going to rewinding, rewinding. I'd love to have a beer with Harlow Thromby. Oh, no. Too no, far? No, no, let's not. Okay. Too far. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we do way too many segments. Yeah, this is the part of the show everybody fast forwards through to get to the part where they're like, why am I listening to this? So we anyway. have one other segment to talk about today, which is last week we committed if we finally committed the cardinal sin of having the exact same adventure beginning to end both yep. of us thereby forcing the us and everyone we to uh I feel like we, had, we got on... the same ending once but we didn't have this it wasn't all the same pages to get right because i know there were there were plans in place for if you had the exact same read yes the original yeah. thoughts were like uh, were sad a sad pizza party mm-hmm. lonely sad pizza party so we got some more suggestions on uh, on Twitter, you know what? Actually, I'm going to take a second and pull those up specifically. Perfect. Yeah, James Anderson said, uh, "Order pizza, then take a nap and see if you wake up in time to get the pizza." Which is sad. Can is... you imagine something sadder? Waking up and realizing you missed, you missed your pizza. The pizza oh. guy. An angry no. note from the pizza guy slid <laughs> under the door. Where were you? I brought the pizza. You were not you here to receive my the heart, pizza. Chris, you broke because, my yes, heart, sir. I am on a first name basis with you, that and would... that was the ultimate problem: is that it possibly could potentially make a pizza person's day. Yeah, yeah we can't break any pizza. I don't. Missing a pizza, missing a pizza would just be an absolute nightmare for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it would be a great punishment, but I, I I think we were trying to keep innocent civilians, free from harm. Yeah, yeah. tip too. Yeah, a few people just tweeted hashtag pity pizza party, which is my favorite hashtag ever. (laughs) Uh, Checks nine twenty six on Twitter tweeted that, Um, and then uh, at Tara Trove. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, it's definitely right. You did it. Okay, cool. Uh, said on Twitter, all right, looks like you'll have to make your own sad hats for the pizza party, the saddest hats, which was a nice addition. It's making our own sad hats. Did um, you make a sad hat? I did make a sad hat. I did um, make a sad hat as well. But you know what? Before we get tell our little story, we should play yeah. the jangle, because now we're going to talk about this for a while. Oh, yeah. Here's a here's a moody jangle. Sad pizza party, Chris and Matt. Chris and Matt are very bad. It's time for sad pizza party. That was very intense. That was very Brian Wilson esque. Are you going down a little bit of a rabbit hole? You got a spiral? I have moved all my recording equipment onto my bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, you know what you sound exactly the same. So I think that's totally fine. Thanks. I'm you sure everyone sound, would agree. <laughs> you always always sound like you're in bed. You have what they call a bedroom voice. <laughs> <laughs> bed voice today. Yeah. Again. Um, um, all right. Yeah. Well, let's talk. You want Eli? Do you want to hear about how we punish ourselves? I would love to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> you have to say um, that because you're sitting right here with me. Who should go? Do you want me to go first, or did I would you want like to go first? You, to you go were first, talking pretty mine big has to me. Some that twists and turns. Twists and turns. People are not going to see coming, and I think we should hold on to that. Okay. Um, should I also, watch the video we, we real should, quick? 
we should note for everybody that uh, we I, I there's a video of mine so I'll put it and I think Chris you took photos or something so that we'll probably tease these on on the Instagram for the kids yeah and then uh I, I'll try to put up the whole thing on the YouTube if you guys want to watch me wander around my house being sad yeah um, it's all I ever want to watch yeah <laughs> yeah perfect it's still it's this one's for you <laughs> all right so for um so you'll see you get to actually see it in the video which is awful but so i tried to think of the very saddest kind of pizza party there is and i think chris and i are probably on the same page where um the saddest one is where everybody else in the house goes to sleep and you stay up and eat some pizza because you're just mm-hmm. like the kind of person who's up late eating pizza when nobody can watch you by yourself yeah in the, sh- um, in the so shame, shame hours that. is what i call them <laughs> yeah the shame time of night yeah um but I I wanted to make it a little sadder, so I decided to make a pizza with whatever I had in the fridge. Leftovers? But leftover stuff that I had in the like, fridge. Like and leftover pizza? No, like leftover pizza. Leftover well, I mean, if I had dough. it, that would be perfect. Oh, okay. But <laughs> leftover, any any ingredients that were pizza-like. So oh. um, in this case, the best I could do was I had a little whole wheat tortilla <laughs> from uh, Trader Joe's that are very, if you're on Weight Watchers, they're like three points or something. They're really good. <laughs> okay, um, so this was also a healthy exercise. <laughs> I tried, you know, I did this straight up what was, if I had something better and less healthy in the fridge, I would have used it. I do feel like healthy pizza is a sad pizza. That is a sad pizza. <laughs> healthy pizza is sad already. If it's hat. So then uh, yeah. I had no tomato sauce um, and I panicked for a minute because I thought I had ketchup at least, but I didn't, couldn't find any. I, then I was like, I thought I was going to have to use cocktail sauce, but then I did find some packets of ketchup and I said, okay. So I took the packets of ketchup. I mixed that up with some Italian seasoning, and garlic powder. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That right to make exactly it more pizza right. saucy. Yeah. yeah. And I put that on the tortilla. And the tortillas, I, I kind of toasted them so they'd be solid. And then I left them out overnight because I was like, if they get stale a little bit, they'll be crunchier. You get that pizza uh, crunch. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> no, I just needed it to be sturdy enough to hold up the small oh, amount of stuff okay. I was going to put on. Um, it didn't work. It didn't get crunchy. It got leathery. And then <laughs> sure, it was okay. hard to bite through. Um, this and is why they also... don't make nachos by just leaving them out overnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I. That's what I learned. So then, um, so I spread the, t- the 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 ketchup with the spices on top of that, and then I had a slice of Kraft uh, American oh. that I put on top of that for cheese. That was the only cheese I had in the house. That's the only and, uh, cheese you had in the house. I don't believe that. I know. I Usually we that. have a bunch. We just come back from vacation and stuff not oh, that long ago. We right, haven't re-upped okay. on cheese. Uh, and then I needed a topping, and I had nothing. I had nothing. So I had cocktail onions. So I took a couple oh, of cocktail oh, onions and sliced them thin. <laughs> That's so bad. Like a little Ooh. pickle onion. I thought that wouldn't be too terrible. I mean, I would eat a cocktail onion on a normal pizza. I would actually try that. But this yes, is, yeah. in the context of this, it's just... Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you're right. <laughs> I can't I decide if it's making else. it worse or better, though. I, mean, I think I, cheese. Is it- I feel like the onion is just going to like it's that last ingredient in the witch from Snow White's potion that turns sure. it black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looked kind of okay until yeah. then. Yeah, and you're like, oh well, now that you'd added that, and it's. I feel like it would be a real obstacle when you're eating. You just hit that onion mm. and it just slows you right down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then afterwards, if you have a burp after eating one of these pizzas, oh. that's a cocktail onion burp. It's nothing else. That's gonna be for like so, three days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna stick around. So then I put it on. Uh, so I was recording the video and I put it on the table and I wanted to warm it up. So I got a blow dryer to and just pointed it at it to warm it up in the saddest way I could think of. Did that work? Did it melt the a cheese? Little. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Did it, did it, it give didn't... it any extra body? A little more yeah, bounce? Did it, yeah, did it? Yeah, the, it up the a little? cheese was definitely a little fluffed up. Mm. Okay. 
That's not true. The cheese was just slightly warm and it was very terrible. Um, so then I, um, I decided just to make it one step sadder. This was already pretty bad, I thought. But one step sadder, while I ate it, I took down the Christmas tree that I had on my, on my table in my little Brooklyn apartment. Okay. So I took apart the Christmas tree while I ate this. While you ate it, that does make it more sad. Yeah. Okay. Were you playing like the Charlie Brown Christmas music, the, that really sad Christmas yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I won't do it because we'll get a takedown next, right. and that's why I didn't play any music, and it's a musicless video. Yeah. That's, that is a good I'm question. Like, did you have? So you didn't have any music. You weren't watching anything, or were you looking at your no. phone while you were doing this? I can't decide if silence or sad music is sadder. <sighs> I went with silence because it's my apartment, which is usually full of life. Mm. Uh, but in this case, it was three thirty, three forty-five in the morning. That's a special. It was quite kind of dark silence. and cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. That four o'clock in the morning um, silence is special. Okay, that's pretty sad, man. Yeah, so that was my that was basically my sad pizza party. Oh no, I should say I made a sad pizza party hat. Oh uh, yes, out of a cardboard box that I wrote uh, stuff on. I wrote uh, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drew a sad pizza yeah. slice. So you didn't um, really tell me about the experience of eating it, the sensation of eating okay. it. You kind of skipped that part. So I expected it to basically crunch into nothing like a cracker when I took a bite out of it. But it... <laughs> uh, what I found was that I could barely get my teeth through this thin, thin tortilla. <laughs> so I had to bite into it and then like a, you know, like, um, a very hungry caveman where they're, they're squatted down and they have it with both hands and they go, and they rip it with their yeah. teeth. <laughs> I had to do that, basically. How was the sauce? The sauce tasted like ketchup. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> Nothing I put on it helped. It, it, did it, help. it okay. You could kind of taste it, but it didn't make it good. <laughs> it still tastes ketchup like is ketchup. a pretty strong flavor. It's pretty strong. Yeah, oh, like ketchup in, in a craft slice on a burger. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, on a leathery tortilla with cocktail onion slices on it. Not so fun. <laughs> so that was hard work, and I was taking down my little Christmas tree, which is the least good part of the winter. And now here we are. February okay. is looming. It's going to be dark and horrible. Okay. And that was my pizza party. That's pretty sad. You re- you want to hear mine and see how it stacks up? Yes, please. I sure okay. do. All right, let's do it. Okay. We'll get to the read eventually. We swear. Just Again. skip ahead like fifteen minutes and you'll get to. And then come back here later. <laughs> when you want to hit this part. <laughs> um, all right. So I actually branched out a little bit with my pizza party idea. I thought about what the saddest pizza party for me might be, and my idea was the saddest pizza party would be to go by myself to a round table pizza, <laughs> which is a place that is for children and parents only. So I made a couple rules for myself. Sure. And the first rule was um, I need to arrive before opening so that I'm waiting for them to <laughs> unlock the door. So it was a very, very rainy day, but I made my little hat. And my hat, I have it. I'll put pictures up. But it was my, a rainy day. It was raining a lot. Um, in Los I, Angeles. I, yeah, I love we get a week of rain every three years, and, <laughs> and that's when you get to have your sad pizza <laughs> party. Happened, yeah. So I made, my mind was a traditional cone-shaped brown hat i made out of construction paper <laughs> and i wrote in a very plain font i wrote pizza party <laughs> on it so so i walked in the rain to round table pizza i got there at 10:25 which is perfect that's 5 minutes before opening and uh here i have a little audio uh uh to, uh, that i recorded i recorded a, co- a little bit of audio on the day so okay so i'm here outside of the round table pizza um, near where I live. I walked here in the rain. It's still raining now. 
It is 10.24. They open at 10.30, so uh, everybody going to the grocery store is walking past me. I got my hat on that says pizza party, and I am not hungry at all. Okay, so that's how I started out my adventure. I was just waiting there uh, in the rain with my part pizza party hat on, waiting for the front table pizza to open. And it is right next to the grocery store, which is well trafficked at 1030 in the morning. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, and here's another quick update. The wait actually was very long, felt very long. Here's another little update. There is a speed bump right in front of where I'm standing. So every car that drives by does have to slow down very slow and look at the sad sad pizza boy uh okay i got two more minutes till it's uh pizza time oh finally finally i was gonna ask if i can jump ahead a second did they open on time because as someone who has worked in restaurants in my life yeah i am just picturing everyone in that restaurant seeing you outside at 10 25 oh. in the morning and like uh, should yeah. we should should we even bother should we call somebody <laughs> call somebody first the floor manager's trying to keep everybody's attention for the morning meeting and nobody can pay attention <laughs> yeah. they're all looking at this guy in this hat ready to come in ready to come in and and to their credit 10 29 that door opens they unlock it um and I go in, which is a relief, uh, and I go ahead and make my order. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, what does the, the buffet doesn't start yet, right? Okay. Let's see. It's <laughs> a good thing for one guy. Can I get uh, just a personal? Mm, let's get wild. Let's do a pan. <laughs> and could I get um, just cheese and mushrooms? Cheese and mushrooms. I do actually like mushrooms, yeah. but mushrooms yeah. by themselves just felt a little sad to me. Yeah. So I yeah, went it's definitely with sad. That. In my mind, plain cheese is a very sad pizza, but I know that's not the case for a lot of people. I feel like yes. most, a lot of people that isn't perfectly fine I pizza. I deeply enjoy a plain yeah. cheese pizza. Um, I did that, uh, and I, by the way, I, I cut out all of the other person talking <laughs> uh-huh. because I feel like that would be weird to play his yeah, voice without his yeah, permission or knowledge. Yeah. But this dude was a stone cold professional, and that made it so nice. much worse because he was not interested. <laughs> He didn't care, and he wasn't. It wasn't going to bother him or change his day at all. He was just like friendly and professional, and it made me feel like the tiniest human being. What if there's a guy in a sad pizza hat there every day? Like, I wouldn't what if this be is just too surprised. Of- I wouldn't be too surprised. And then I had one other rule that I promised I'd oh. say this after I finished my order. Oh gosh! Thank you. Thanks. I love pizza. Did you say thanks? I love pizza. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I love pizza. Which I feel like is like I don't want to mess. I don't want to like mess with somebody else. But it's a really no. embarrassing thing to say. It's an embarrassing <laughs> thing to say. That that guy definitely told everybody else he said. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't guarantee I've never said that to a pizza parlor. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It, but it was really when you're forcing yourself to do it. It's, it's yeah. really, it's really. It was hard to do. So then we get to the longest part of my experience, which was a wait for the pizza, which probably all told was only, I don't know, maybe eight <laughs> minutes, but it felt like an eternity. So here's a little bit of that. Oh. Uh, another quick update. I can really feel the hat on my head. <laughs> like I can really just, I can feel it like a very heavy weight pushing down on me while the string wrapping around seems to be slowly choking me. There was a string. With to hold on. 
Desperate anxiety. Pizza still hasn't arrived. Um, yeah, and I was, I was hoping you'd be like the string is hanging on <laughs> desperately. Oh, here's more pizza. <laughs> no, no, and I was one hundred percent by myself, which I probably should have seen coming because I would I open at ten thirty in the morning. But it was pretty mm-hmm. brutal, and I that was the other promise. I promised myself I would sit in like in the middle of the room, in the most visible <laughs> spot. Did, did you did you have any other rules for waiting? Like, because if if I was trying to enforce rules upon you, I would say can't be on your phone, can't be reading a book. You have to be sitting there holding a fork and knife like a cartoon at a table waiting for a pizza. <laughs> I should have done the fork and the knife. That would have been so good. Just waiting like a, such an excited feast boy. Um, no, I. but I did have the no phone rule. Hmm. A no phone rule, and I didn't have anything else to distract myself. There was a TV on, but luckily they were playing football interviews. Oh. Wow. Where they talk to it's the footballers. Part of football. I yeah, I, I, am, I enjoy football. I watch okay. football, and... You could not pay me enough money to watch pregame and postgame shows. Yeah, so that awful. that wasn't doing anything to make the time pass at all. So it was this was a this was the most brutal period of time in in my recent memory, just waiting for oh. the pizza to come. Um, and I had a couple more little thoughts, I think. And possibly the worst part of this is directly after I finish my pity pizza party, I have to go pick up my child from preschool. I have to look her in the face and pretend. I'm a grown man, and I haven't lost all dignity. Pizza still has not arrived. <laughs> um, Day two, then, pizza uh, still has not arrived. Uh, and then finally, finally the sweet relief of the pizza showed up, and it <laughs> dawned on me that I had to actually eat uh, the mm-hmm. pizza, which caused its own problems. Mm-hmm. Pizza's here, and it does look pretty good, actually. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't leave until I eat it. But I can't eat it until it's not so hot. So I'm going to be here for a bit. So, yeah, that, so I definitely got into this spot. By the time the pizza showed up, I just wanted... Like, I, when the pizza showed up in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm done. But I forgot I had to actually right. eat it. And, like, it was just, in, like, next level hot. I, I mean... You're the only person there. You're the yeah. first person there. And you ordered a cheese and mushroom pizza. They might have a pepperoni waiting back there, but they're making yours yeah. to order, man. It's the freshest pizza in the history of Round Table Pizza. Yeah. Is Round Table good pizza? I've never actually been. No, no okay. not really. It's fine. It's like it's fine. It's they're not a sponsor. Okay. So get at us. Um no, CC's it's is like, our sponsor. It's where, you, it's where you take your, your kids. It's like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh, okay. Of. Yeah, it's like fine. I'm not mad at Chuck E. Cheese pizza. No, it's fine. It's just not anything to be excited about. Yeah, okay. Um, so, finally it cooled down and I started eating the pizza. I got through like a piece and a half and like realized I just didn't have room in my stomach for the pizza, <laughs> which is going to be a problem because then it, I, the thought occurred to me, how much of this pizza do I have to eat before I fulfilled yeah. My agreement, my punishment. Yeah. So you're on a timetable. You can't be late to pick up the kid. So I kept going, and I, rounding the end of my second piece, I see, like, uh, I mean, it's a very visible restaurant. This on the corner. So a lot of people <laughs> walk by. And there's a, a homeless <laughs> dude looking in at me, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, oh, there we go. I take the rest of the pizza. I give it to either him, or I just leave it out there for somebody else. I don't have to feel bad sure. about not eating all the pizza. Right, 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 right. That's my out. But before I can act on that... The homeless guy comes in the restaurant, oh. and he walks over towards me, and he sees oh. me, and he says, "Oh, are you eating all by yourself? Pizza party, nice." 
He points at my oh, hat. Come on. And I have, I'm sitting there with a half a pizza. I'm not going to eat. So, and the place yeah. is empty. So I say, Would you like to join me? I wasn't going to eat this. You can have it. So he sits down. His name is Christopher. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Is it you from the future? Oh, he might be <laughs> me from the future, Eli. This is a very, very real possibility. So he sits down. He joins me. Um, I uh, ask him what he wants to drink because I finished my fountain drink. So I got him Coca Cola. Nice. I have 45 minutes until I have to pick up my daughter. And so that's what I do within the next 45 minutes. I talk with Christopher while he eats some pizza. He shows me how to make a time machine, an actual time machine out of a dollar bill. Sure. Um, We do a scratcher together. We talk about a lot of stuff that, like, I'm not going to go into deep detail on because this guy's had a life. Mm. We talk about um, time travel a lot. We talk about things, you know, everything being in the same location. We just think it's not in the same location. We talk about Voltron. We talk about his father. We talk about Transformers a lot. We talk about Cobra Command. We talk about his yeah. mother. We talk about Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and it was quite a conversation. And then I have to go pick up my kid from daycare, so I excuse myself. Uh, <laughs> I tell all the guys he's going to finish up my pizza for me. Yeah. I go outside and I take off my pity pizza party hat, which I've been wearing still, and I go get my kid from school. And that was my pizza party. Wow. I guess so, it kind of it turned nice. Pretty epic. Yeah, it turned yeah. real nice at the yeah. end for everybody listening. Maybe it was strange for you, but everybody it was listening quite thinks a, that's a lovely story. It was story. quite a lunch, my guys. <laughs> it was quite a lunch. It was something... And wearing that hat for that whole time too was it was a thing was an interesting experience. It, yeah, it kind of sounds like Christopher was talking about some serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. wearing the hat you were wearing. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Which is nice because neither of us we were both giving each other the benefit of the doubt. We were both just accepting each other yeah. as people. He wasn't judging me for my hat. So yeah, wow. so Eli, who had the more depressing pizza party? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I think as far as parties go, sure, I sure, sure. feel like yours, Chris, was yeah. the more sad party. Sure, okay. As far as the mm. pizza goes, <laughs> Matt's pizza is so much sadder. Right, right, right. And I, w- I will say on the party front, at least I did have another person at my party. You did, true. yeah, there was you, somebody that's else true. there. I did have somebody to talk to, so... That's true. Okay. And he was into the pizza party. Yeah, yeah, he was into pizza party. He loved the idea. Yeah. He loved that I was sitting there in a hat that said pizza party. I just can't pass the picture of you sitting outside in the rain, looking longingly into the windows as, as the staff As cars tries, slowly roll over a bump. And as the staff tries to get ready to, for work. I just love, like, the staff just accepting me with my hat, and then, like... Yeah. And then the other dude comes in, and we sit down together for like forty-five yeah. minutes. And the staff just being like, "Okay, what's God. happening? I'm not trying to not let it get to me." Probably when you came in, they were like, "Well, at least it's not Christopher again." <laughs> I can't talk about time travel with that guy anymore. Um, all right, should we get into the book now that it's been about an what, hour, what probably? Book? Um, Matt, I yeah, was so how are we doing this? Is this an exciting read day? This is an exciting read day. Eli is going to Eli. You're going to do my read. Okay, great. So Matt can still have his own read. Sure. Uh, can I'm I explain to you why this read. is extra exciting for Matt? Why? Yeah. Because Matt did a read and he he was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm Matt, so I'll stop doing that. I did my read and I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure Chris and I don't get the same read. And I made the first choice, and I was like, I think he might do that one, so I'll definitely do different next time. That's a 
And then I made the next choice. And then by the end of my read, I was like, I think I did exactly what Chris would have done. <laughs> um, how about we just dive in the way we usually do? And then, like, yeah. I'll give Eli a chance to make his choice first. And then we'll see if you okay. guys, we'll see how long you guys stay together. And then I like maybe it. you'll finish yours up first. Yeah. Okay. Matt, can you do the first sentence? It's just that one sentence. Yeah, can you do it. Just that one sentence. Oh me, I thought you were talking Eli's. Right? No, oh. you don't want the guest to do the first. Oh yeah, sentence. the guest to do All the right, first, read sentence. The first sentence. Uh, it goes until a period. You have hiked through Snake Canyon once before while visiting. Uh, <laughs> oh, not cool! <laughs> I didn't even realize you were doing the wrong. <laughs> Look up Chris's face. Ah, uh, basking under the imitation sun, listening to the tapes of surf on a Hawaiian beach, you think of all. You think about all you've been through lately. Training in the asteroid belt, then the slalom race around Saturn, weaving through its high-velocity rings, and finally surviving with no equipment, nothing but a light-gravity spacesuit, during three-week trials on Jupiter's largest moon. So, nice. Eli, you're, you're, a, you're a, one of the best space cadets around. Naturally. That's right. Um, and then we have to go to page 39. Oh, and there's a code 11, Eli. A code 11? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, to- I totally know what that is. Which means, drop everything. You're needed at once. Okay. You weren't holding it to begin with. Um, and you have to go see the director of the academy. That's all we have to say that's from right. this page, right? Yeah, okay, that's it. Page 39, I hate Wait, you. it makes you... Yeah, it makes you go from 1 to 39 back to 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's it's really... It's, it's a roller coaster. Calm down your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, sit down, Osprey, says the director. Um, he praises you for your skills at being a cadet. Um, but then he has to talk about something serious. He says... Have you ever heard of space vampires? Is it exactly what it sounds like? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> well, then I guess I don't need to have heard of them, sir. Um, so he tells you all about the horror of space vampires um, <laughs> and the ridiculous rule. Maybe you can shed some light on this. Mm. So they say mm. that in outer space where the sun is not so bright. Okay. <laughs> Okay, outside the orbit of Earth, vampires are almost invulnerable because the sun is, isn't as bright in space. It depends on what part of space you're in, I guess. And is, yeah. it, is, it, is, it, is it based on Earth's sun or is it any sun? I think is we're talking Earth's star? sun. And the, like, let's limit is it to Earth's sun at this okay. moment. So why would Earth be, why being on Earth be worse than being in space? I, it doesn't make any sense, right? No, I don't. I mean, if you're far away. But also if... If it's about Earth's sun, why would vampires ever go to Earth? They gotta find out if that blood is yummy for the tummy. <laughs> um, okay, I'm sorry, I'm really latching onto that. Um, like and this really is a rad book. And vampire. <laughs> we did find out in our last read that humans taste amazing. Yeah, uh, because he says uh, we think this vampire was sent to the solar system to sample human blood. It's evident he likes it, so that's how we know. Um, and then we get to our first choice. He wants you to. Uh, go stop the space vampire that has infiltrated the Petya, which is a, a one of their freighters or starships or something. Yeah, it's like a freighter. Uh, it's been killing people on there. Yeah, you can enjoy the illustration. One a night. He wants you to do that. Will you accept the mission to go stop the space vampire, or will you turn it down and go on a mission to Barnard Star, uh, to which is just a, a boring mission to see whether the main planet is suitable for colonization? Important mission, though. Important. Uh, yeah. yeah um... I seem to remember one of you has gone to Barnard Star. And We've done both of these It was choices, a little disappointing. Sure. Yeah. It's not just like, well, Barnard Star mission's done, book's over. Yeah. Uh, no. Let, let's go with the space vampire. I'm going okay. hunting. All right. Eli's going hunting. I, Matt, too, what did you do? went 
hunting for the space vampire. I, I choose I to be it. space Van Helsing. All right, you will be Van Helsing's together. <laughs> space Van Helsing's. Um, okay, so this is where you stop by to see your friend Maurice, who's a cook. He gives you some garlic for no reason. Sure. It's for food. It's to improve the taste of food. If that doesn't come he back. He says it quite clearly. It would be f- absolutely amazing if it doesn't come back. Or if it comes back <laughs> in a moment where you just improve the taste of food. Yeah. It improves the taste of blood. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. Ooh. Um, I'd try it. It has almost no effect on ketchup if you're putting it on pizza. Just yeah. as a heads up. So what happens now? So you get on the X2. Oh, and you meet uh, Captain Rick Field, Serena Fine, Navigator, and Jack Smythe, communicator. <laughs> Communicator's a weird one. Okay, whatever. Communications? Okay, whatever. Yeah, communications makes more sense. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Communicator's a device. No, they call him right? communicator. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a communicator in oh, the movie Predator. I gotcha. What if he's, he is he a... He sends that Predator a message. What if Jack Smythe is a Star Trek communicator, and you just, like, you bop him on the head, and he goes... Oh, yeah. Maybe he's a communicator droid thing. All right. Okay, now we understand. As soon as the ship is clear of the asteroid belt, asteroid belt. Oh, oh right, right, right. Um, they give you a little <laughs> heads up about what's going on. Oh, but then there's a red alert, Eli. Red alert. Red alert. Canopian attack craft closing at 040655. And the Canopians are the space aliens that are like the biggest threat to humans. Right. The whole idea yeah. of space force is to keep them at bay. So that's right. They're closing in, uh, and. <laughs> The captain looks at you and says, if you ever want to take command of a starship, you'll have to convince me you know what to do. So you have to choose for everybody if you fight or if you say, let's see if we can outrun them. I like that it says, but that's the Space Force way. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It is <laughs> the Space, space Force, force way. way. It's like the untouchables. Feeling the pressure. Feeling the it's pressure. It's a bad way. Being on the spot. It's not a good that's way. That's the Space Force Huh? You bring the Canopians, they bring a space vampire. That's the <laughs> Space Force way. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes me like it more. I hear um, it like that. I feel like if I, if I try to outrun them, the Space Vampire is like, going to be waiting for me at the sure. end of wherever we go. Let's fight. Yeah? You want to fight? All right. I want to fight. Let's see what's, you're not afraid uh, of any Canopians. You chose the same thing, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. okay. That's okay. <laughs> I can't eat another one of those pizzas, you guys. Yeah, if 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 you, know, if you choose the same thing as Matt, you don't have to punish yourself. Only Matt has to punish yeah, you do, you gotta go can to, I, can I get, You got to go to that round table with that hand. Can I get regular pizza? You I mean, can there's get a regular million pizza crappy for pizza places around this neighborhood. You can go to town. Well, you're growing up. You just get pizza anytime you want. That's a good point. <laughs> I often do. So number one thing this about is being exciting. A I haven't read this page. I guess Matt, you have. Break it down for me. Who me? Yeah. Bracing stations. The captain calls out. Then to the computer. Hyper three. I love it. This is my favorite sentence in the book <laughs> because it says bracing stations and, and hyper three in one sentence. <laughs> Uh, suddenly you realize Captain Field isn't taking your advice, but there's no time to ask him to explain his thank you. If you're, if you're not in acceleration braces within 3.4 seconds, you'll have no chance of surviving the X2's leap to meta speed. Oh, he doesn't take the advice of... No, he ignores oh. your, your very bad advice I like that because when we chose the other thing, he said, um, that's a good idea or whatever. So I like he's that. Like, good idea. He's, I like it. In this one, yeah. he's like, nope. Okay. Later, in the limitless void of space, the captain explains, you've proven your bravery, Osprey, but not your intelligence. Oh, I like that. When you advised me to fight the Canopians, you forgot that we're on a critical mission. We can't delay it for a shootout with trigger-happy aliens. He pats your shoulder. Sorry, Osprey. I like that. This, mm. this one has mm-hmm. a much clearer sense of, like, good choices, bad choices, yeah. consequences. Yeah. I respect Captain Field now. Yeah. I kind of want him to so be my dad. Three days later, you're, yeah. there you are, shooting pool. By yourself. <laughs> At the officer's club, 
while you're waiting for a reassignment. On Demos Base 3, don't leave out the cool sci-fi stuff. Sorry, sorry. You gotta go ahead and read it. <laughs> you're making terrible shots because you're fighting mad. Sure, you knew the fighting rule. Mad. If you want to keep an elite rating, you have to be perfect. You made a mistake, and now you'll probably be given some boring job on a patrol ship. If only you could Ooh. prove your worth. Eli, you're getting desperate here. <laughs> Take it easy. It's okay to make a mistake. <laughs> this has reminded me so much of Cave of Time, how many of the things were like... You ended up a serving boy on a ship. You hated it. <laughs> you hated it. Yeah, I know. It's giving me sweats. Um, if you, uh, you weren't first in your class for nothing, you feel sure you can get that vampire, but how? You quit the game and stroll around the base, walking unhindered. I'm just going to read this whole thing. Walking unhindered yeah. past several security eyes, though you've been stripped of your elite rating. The information has filtered, hasn't filtered through the system. As far as the computer's eyes are concerned, you were stripped of your elite rating for that? That's really harsh. That's right. Wow. You're not elite. You know the rules. Make a mistake. You're not elite. But you still have top um, secret clearance right now. Okay. okay. That's because right. Because it hasn't gone through the... It's very inefficient computer systems. Yeah, somebody somebody dropped the ball. You find a small hangar. Doors open, revealing a new experimental craft, uh-oh, called the K-1. Way better than the X2. It's the K1, you guys. You've studied on it. The K1 in the hangar is the only one yet built. It's still being tested. Um, you know how it works, though. If there was ever a chance to prove your worth, to show that you can capture the space vampire, this is it, Eli. Oh, man. You're out of control, mm. man. Uh, you walk up to the craft. Two workmen are nearby repairing meteor damage on another ship, but they pay no attention to you. Okay. Oh, boy. Feeling as if you were in a dream, you climb into the cockpit and settle into the pilot seat. I like that this is not a choice. <laughs> The incredibly complex array of controls and instruments is exactly as you remember it. Uh, there's no doubt in your mind it's the most advanced spacecraft in the galaxy, and you're seated at the controls. So you have a choice here. If you decide to borrow the K-1 and set out on your own private mission to capture the space vampire, go to page 7. If you decide to play it safe and follow the rules, turn to page 25. I have wow. very much underestimated the pressure that you guys are in on a week-to-week basis uh-huh, because... Uh-huh. <laughs> I definitely want to borrow, but I feel like that might be what Matt did. And you it's can't, like, I, that's, I can't that's do That's a loser's yeah. game. You can't play that yeah. game because there's a really good chance that he's thinking, oh, well, the exact same thing. So he would do See, the opposite. I, I know, so don't worry about that. I know that I, Eli, mm-hmm. am a little goody two shoes sure. and would probably decide to play it safe and follow the rules. Right. But I'm playing Choose Your Own Adventure you as like fantasy fulfillment. You like, are. this is this is a chance to be this weird little be jumpsuited blonde boy yeah uh let's let's <laughs> jumpsuit let's borrow, borrow the, K1. the k1 let's do oh, it oh thank god yeah oh did oh, you did you not god. borrow it man i chose not to borrow you want to hear what happens yeah let's see what happens to matt and then we'll come back to and see eli's oh, fate i'm so Eli, glad so take okay so i decide to play it safe journey. yeah because i'm a okay. i'm a good boy Okay. And I'm so glad that we didn't get the same thing. Okay. I'm off to page 25. <laughs> I, can't, I can tell you what a relief it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt! <laughs> Feeling downhearted, <laughs> you climb out of the K-1, pat the sleek titanium fuselage a couple of times, and head back to your room. Much as you'd like to take this super craft up for a spin, you know your chances of catching a vampire would be one in a million. Your chances of cracking up the K-1 are much greater. And even if you survive and land it safely, a court-martial would await you. That's pretty so smart. So you should keep that in mind on your little adventure, crazy I, guy. I'm, I'm thinking glory or death. Like, yeah. this is what I... Yeah, smart. glory or death, yeah. right? That's the that's Space, the space Force, Force way. way. Yeah. <laughs> when you return to your room, you find an envelope containing your new orders. You're to be stationed for three years at a radar base on Pluto, where the sun is so far away it gives no more warmth or light or cheer than a very bright star. Well, you say to yourself, I'll get a lot of reading done 
invent some computer games, and become a great pool player. Someday I'll be back in the cockpit of the hottest spacecraft in the galaxy. Someday I'll be number one. The end. Okay. <laughs> so that was a bad choice. So yeah. that, that ended at the act two break from like an 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no comeback. Right before the training montage. <laughs> yeah. No comeback at all. No. I, I like the positivity he kept there. Yeah, it's nice. Yes. Except that was the end. None he of really those things happened. He really came back from the edge. Also, he was like, I need to get on the ship. This is my last chance. He yeah. really turned the corner. I was like, you know what? This is fine. They also, That's not um, the Space Force way. They also uh, made such a big deal about the space vampire yeah. and being near the sun. I feel like Pluto's a real safe place to be right now. If there's a space vampire infestation. Yeah. Correct. They don't want to be anywhere near Pluto. Wait, no, wait. They could be there all the time because the sun's light is so Oh, dim. you're right. You're right. But I'm, there's nobody I'm to eat there. there. There's no, yeah, there's you're no there. people to eat there. Somebody's oh, no. there. You're stationed there. Oh, no. Oh, I, I got this all backwards. <laughs> space vampire. I'm really, I'm, really, I'm really glad I didn't make that choice. I'm really glad you're not a space cadet. you like, jeez. Except I chose the right way. You did choose. Well, and, potentially. We'll <laughs> you might just instantly crash into the I, wall I'm the really hangar. hoping that this is a test. Like, yeah. Captain Fields left the X-1 in the oh, hangar. Like, yeah. All like, of this is a test. Yeah, so it's oh. like... That'd I wanted fantastic. to see what you would do, and you passed. That yeah. would be fantastic. Now that's the Space Force way. <laughs> How many times can we say that in this episode? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, because we haven't done enough segments, and do <laughs> the quiz. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know what? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think I should quiz Eli, right? Yeah, oh. no, that's a better idea. Or maybe idea. I quiz both of you guys. You can confer and make your decision. We can okay, there's that. a bit of a delay, so this is going to be weird, but okay. How much delay? I don't know. Sometimes I say stuff, and it's, it feels weird. Well, you don't you don't have to answer at the same time. You just have to like come to You have to, to say the same agreement. thing at the same exact time. Okay. Here's the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the uh. It's a game that Eli gets to play. Is choose your own adventure or die, die, die. It's horrible watching him sing this every week. It's an absolute nightmare cuz it's there's so much lag. And for some reason, he's got a beautiful voice. He's got a beautiful voice. Yes. Why is he afraid to share it? He just phones it in every time. All right. I can't. I can't it's I can't the game that's that always fun to play. Why can't oh, you put bring some of that stuff in, mine. Matt? <laughs> Edit that in. No, absolutely not. You <laughs> made beautiful. your bed. You made your bed, and now everybody's going to listen to that <clears throat> bed. Uh, all right, you guys. You ready? You're going to have yeah, to work together. Are we ready? This is a tricky I'm one. ready. Okay. This is an awesome user <laughs> suggestion from at Dom2D. Um, on Twitter, uh, an idea for a CYOA, fighting fantasy titles or something else. Maybe Xena or 80s fantasy movies. I, I went with fi- uh, fighting fantasy because I forgot about that. I forgot I about them too. Is. Now I want to read them. They're like crazy. They're kind of choose your own adventure books, but they're not. They're way more detailed. They're by Steve Jackson, oh. who did a bunch of role playing games. Remember Gerbs? Oh, so Gerbs, Riffs. Oh. I, I, read a lo- Universal? I, read, I read the Zork. Choose your own adventure oh, books. There were Zork ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really into Zork. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, which I think, thank you, Dom Two D. That is yeah. an awesome suggestion. Uh, because so this is got me Choose really Your Own Adventure or similar book series to Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, except like correct. Okay. Man, they were like seriously detailed. It like made, actually doing this made me really regret. Um, not choosing that for our podcast. Instead <laughs> of choose your adventure. But I feel like the brand recognition is a little less. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, you guys ready? Yeah, I think we're yeah, ready. Let's do it. Okay. Forest of Doom. 
You got a that, gut feeling that, on that one? I, I got a gut feeling that is a fighting fantasy. I agree with Eli. It's You're a fighting right. fantasy. You're right. You guys nailed nice. it. Okay. Nice. Good job. Okay. Um, the Deadly Shadow. Boy, that feels like it could go either way. I, I'm going to go choose your own. Do you feel good about that? I'm on board. Choose your own adventure. You are correct. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Forest of Fear. Mm, we already had a forest. That was Doom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's trying I, to trick us. You wanna, what do you think? I, don't I trust know. your gut more than mine right now. Let's do a choose your own adventure on this one. I like you it. Nailed it. You guys are All on right. fire. Oh, nice. Okay. You can write these down ahead of time, man. Yeah, I don't really do that. Because I can cut all this out. <laughs> you can just edit it out make yourself look cool. <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling Chris before we started, uh, I have the two episodes where you talked about Breer and Adventure saved so that I can edit clean cuts of you, Matt, saying Eli is a genius. Because... <laughs> I, I really want that. <laughs> Excellent. I just want a soundboard. <laughs> yeah, you need a soundboard for that. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Wait, can I do a few things real quick? Yeah, what? Eli high fives better than anyone. Ooh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Eli knows karate. <laughs> Eli, do you actually know karate? Uh, No, no, I don't. He's familiar oh, with these are true facts. I'm familiar with the, their the, acquaintances. The, I, I have watched karate. <laughs> do you know Eli, can, Eli can convince anyone to do anything. That's pretty good. Eli's car is a spaceship. Okay. That's good. (laughs) All right. I don't know if those are helpful or cool. Return to Firetop Mountain. Mm. I don't remember there being a choose your own adventure of Firetop Mountain. I feel like I'd remember that. I got to go at Fighter Fantasy. Yeah, I think so. Fighter Fantasy. You're right. It's Final Fantasy. Good job, you guys. Yeah. The Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Not if a trick. Is, Final yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. You got it. Right? You got it. You I, would, got it. Yes. I would love if that was a choose your own adventure immediately <laughs> after I said that. <laughs> you nailed it. Okay. Uh, ready for the lightning round? Lightning round. There it lightning is. Lightning round. House of Hell. Well, that's got to be. Fighting Fantasy. Fighting Fantasy. Yeah. That's right. You're right. You're right. Edward Packer does not go with the swears. No. Sword of the Samurai. That sounds like a choose your own adventure. Agreed. That is a fighting fantasy. Oh, no. So close. No. <laughs> the so final, close uh, the fine one. The final one is Chasms of Malice. Well, fine, fighting fantasy. <laughs> sure. That's fighting fantasy. Nice. Right. That's, that sounds pretty cool. Pretty good. You guys good. got a 99%. 99%, 99% is pretty good. 99%. But, but, but you have to split it, so it's like a 40. But it's not elite. <laughs> it's not elite. I'm on Pluto. <laughs> it's not elite. <laughs> You're on Pluto. One bad you know, decision, and we're not, not elite. You're not. Hmm. Matt is. You made a good decision, right? <laughs> so where were we? Let's see. No. Oops. I'm going to have to find that page again. Yikes. Okay, here. <laughs> All right, so Eli, you decided to borrow the K-1 mm. and set out on your own private space mission to capture the space vampire. Borrow is in quotation marks if you're not it, reading along. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah, I feel like it should be clear. Oh, yeah, we assume everyone's page. reading along with their own copies of the book. <laughs> which, because they're not hard to find at all, which is not true. <laughs> Sophisticated as the K-1 is, its beautifully designed servo computer makes the ship relatively easy to fly, at least for someone who has mastered its technical aspects. <laughs> well, sure, <laughs> you mastered it. It's not okay. that hard. <laughs> Brain surgery is really easy if you've you gone to school for 10 all years. Of it. <laughs> After a few moments thought, you're able to remember the code sequence that brings the ship under your control. They should change that code sequence because all of the students have it. Glancing through the canopy, you notice that the workmen are staring at you as beginning to dawn on them that you have no business sitting at the controls of the most advanced fighter in the solar system. 
I'm assuming because you're a child. Um, suddenly, one of them is running toward a control panel. You know that Uh-oh. in a moment, a heavy steel door will crash shut and an ion force field will surround your craft. Shoot that guy. Six eight three three eight one R. You punch in the emergency takeoff code. Microseconds after you hit the last key, the cable leaps forward. You're out of the hangar. The craft is tilting into launch aspect. You hear a siren. Siren. The guard robots are in the air. The guard robots are in the air. That is the best sentence in the book. The guard robots <laughs> are, are in, in the, the air. air! Exclamation point. The guard robots are in the air, Eli. What's wrong? Why isn't the computer launching your craft? There they are. Guard craft swooping toward you. Then you remember, you must press the confirm launch key. <laughs> oh, but where is it? Question mark. There! Exclamation point. <laughs> I really want that to be a choice. I want that to be, where is it? Is it to your left? Go to page 45. Is it here? 35. Is it there? Um, that takes us Lock. to page 26. Let's see what happens, Eli. This is exciting. Instantly, you feel the tremendous acceleration of the K1 lifting off. You black out. That's what Whoops. happens whenever you go to hyper mode, right? Whoops. When you wake up, you're in deep space. By the optical distortion of nearby constellations, you can tell you're traveling at meta speed. That's very cool. Meta speed. Meta speed. Meta speed. You're, you're, you're on speed, but reading choose your own adventure while you're on your choose your own adventure. <laughs> Thank you. You don't know or whether you're on speed you... and writing choose your own adventure. <laughs> you don't know whether you were pursued by attack craft, but you're not worried. They couldn't come close to catching the K1 computer. Display basic data. You command. The following information appears instantly on the screen. Golf is a sport. Apple is a fruit. Dog is good. You boy, me ship. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> what is love? <laughs> Course forty-eight twenty-two sixteen. Speed C. Square root of negative five. Square root of negative five. I knew what that was. Whoops. Fuel reserve three days. Okay, Wait, so not bad. That is assuming that the science is still. That is your speed is the speed of light times the square root of negative five. I don't know what the speed of light. <laughs> is that what speed C means? See, what I, is the square root of negative five? Do, I'm do, pulling do out my calculator now. Part? Yeah, what's speed C square root negative five? Oh no, speed. Okay, C is okay. I have square root key. Hmm. Let's see. Square this is five, important. Sixteen. Yeah, and, and, and it's important that we do double check the science of this book. Because you know, if you know wasn't here, we would have rolled together. right past that. Now we're going to understand the funniest joke in the book. Maybe two point two three six. Negative two point two three six. So, like the speed of light. So if I prepare like a hundred times that. Huh. So we're going like negative the speed of light? Yeah, that's that meta speed, right. brother. That's, <laughs> that is space force speed, way. <laughs> I guess, is it like the ship's just going backwards at the speed of light? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just flying backwards. Fuel reserve is three days. At your command, the computer locates the Petya. Ooh, and it's getting sexier in wow, here again. straight to the Petya. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, so you're, well, yeah, that makes sense. You're heading for the Petya. Set intersect course, you command. You wonder if Space Force Command will guess your intentions and try to intercept you. No matter. The K-1 can evade any attack force. At least, that's what the flight manual says. Aren't they already on the Petya or by the Petya? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, they didn't make it there. No. They never kept getting keep going? You hadn't gotten there yet. You're on your journey to go there. They're just like, oh, this kid made the wrong decision. Abandon the mission. Let's take him back to the... <laughs> no, no, they were, they, were still, they were still flying towards the Petya, but you got sidelined. And so you were just going to be like... You weren't going to well, be part of Oh, he was still on some ship or something? Yeah, you're still on the ship, the X2. Oh, he was oh. in the... He was he was just playing pool on the ship. I got you now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. X2's a bigger ship than I thought. Oh, wow. My whole ideas of the um, the K one just changed with this first sentence. After preparing a meal from the craft's 
uh, from the Crafts Kitchen. Kitchen era? What's a kitchen era? A small kitchen? <laughs> I think it's a space kitchen. A uh, space kitchen, okay. You ask the computer to advise you on how to fight a space vampire. <laughs> smart. This is smart. The search, t- the search takes space. several minutes. Siri, how do you fight a space vampire? <laughs> Give me several minutes. I will search this for you. Finally, the answer appears on the screen. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is good on the screen. Space vampires. These creatures can be killed only by sunlight stronger than that at midday on Mars. Okay. Weapons are useless <laughs> I feel against like you them. Be taking notes. Uh, you probably should. Mar- the only way they can be captured is with an M30 force field generator (FFG). <laughs> Approach a space vampire with extreme caution and preferably with at least one backup. They have almost superhuman strength. They are extremely clever and persuasive. You check your equipment inventory. There are two FFGs aboard. What a spacecraft! Nice. What a spacecraft, it says. It can hold two What FFGs. a spacecraft. <laughs> but maybe you should contact your friend Steve, who's stationed at Delta Base, try to get him to back you up. Okay, here's another choice. Do you On midday to- at Mars, space vampire catch you. <laughs> In Mars, space va- vampire space you. No? no? Uh, if you proceed directly to intercept the pet, you go to page six. If you try to get Steve to join you as backup first, turn to 35. Whoa. Uh, the computer wants me to have backup. Yeah. I'm going to Steve. Mm-hmm. Nice. <clears throat> we got to meet Steve. Yeah. Yeah, Steve seems cool. Steve. Space Steve. Okay, what do we got a picture of? We got a picture of you at the cockpit. Looks like there's some ships outside the window in front of you. Maybe he's just playing Galaxy. This? this is 35, yeah. Thanks. You slide into orbit around T443, a useless asteroid not far from Delta Base where Steve Winters, Steve Winters, is stationed. Steve Winters. Steve was one of the top pilots in your class. He just missed getting an elite rating himself. You found to keep in touch, <laughs> it says. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, uh, you beam Steve a message explaining the situation, asking him to meet you at Point Alpha, which is 300,000 kilometers from asteroid M33. You'll be well positioned to intercept the pet yet there. Within minutes, he radios back. I'm sick of patrol duty. I want action. Wait for oh, me at Steve. Point Alpha. Classic Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so three hours later, you break out of hyperspace. You decelerate as you approach, approach Point Alpha. Ahead of yep. you are, but ahead of you are six Space Force attack ships. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You cannot fight Space Force. That is inappropriate. Surrender at once. The voice message confirmed by your computer as computer as an official <laughs> Space computer. Force command drowns out every other sound. You know Steve would never betray you. SF Intelligence must have cracked your code. No, now you're up against Steve it. <laughs> you have the hottest spacecraft in the solar system, but you seem completely boxed in. Eli, we got three choices here. Matt, oh, there's three Whoa. choices on this page. Whoa. If you surrender, turn to 43. If you try to escape, turn to 27. If you try to think of something else to do... <laughs> Boom. Wow. This is a really good book. I like this book. Turn to 71. I, if, you, if you try to escape, turn here. If you decide to surrender, turn here. No? <laughs> something else? How about here? I, I have to see what something else is. I, I think that's a very good choice. Uh, <laughs> this is an illustration of you flying through space in a spacesuit outside of your craft. Uh, it's so like, I guess well, you thought it's like Wally. Else you came up with an idea, and Space Force was like, "Look at that idiot!" So, so my idea was to get a, a fire extinguisher like Wally and blow myself around space. <laughs> There's only one thing you can think of. A ploy that's about as wild as trying to cross the ocean on a windsurfer. This, this guy dumb. loves the ocean. <laughs> uh, you bolt on your spacesuit. You bolt on your spacesuit and grab an emergency pack. This is a big page, guys. Let's 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 
Yep, let's do it. Buckle in. <laughs> you have one minute bolt to surrender, in. they say. Let's bolt in. <laughs> <laughs> you punch in 10 second delay, order the K1 to blast into hyper mode, and hit the emergency ejection switch. Capital E's. G forces black you out. Then you're I'm aware sorry, of. Did you say capital E's? Yeah, emergency ejection switch is capitalized, both on. I oh, I got gotcha. you. They're proper nouns. <laughs> uh, G-forces black you out. Everything, all, piece of tech- you right all technology out. we created, black you out. Maybe he's just a blackout drunk. <laughs> he might be. He might have, like... He's the kind of kid who, if he laughs too hard, he gets a bloody nose. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle of cafeteria. You're aware of tumbling in space. You see the K-1 trapped in a force field. Space force attacks close in, but no one sees you drifting through space. Uh, or nobody got, cares about you drifting <laughs> through space. You've got a mark. They just want their <laughs> Problem <shit> solved. <laughs> uh, should we go get him? Oh, no, he's not an elite. Uh, <laughs> your Mark III suit can survive, uh, help you survive for seven days. That's pretty what? epic. But odds against reaching a planet are, well, astronomical. He should have surrendered. <laughs> this was not a good plan. Yeah. Seven days in the vastness <laughs> of space. You're going to get like... Like three feet into space. <laughs> Sounds like the horrible, horrible death. You do know something close by. The transport ship Petya should be passing by uh, nearby within hours. You train your pocket scope at the thousands points of light along the way. Okay, star, science, science, science. Uh, could could that be the Petya in synchronous orbit around the asteroid? You've little doubt the vampire has taken control of the ship. He may have decided Obviously. to hide it there. That, that's a jump. Yeah. He may have decided to hide it there after spotting the Space Force fleet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Since the Space Force came out, the vampire hid the... Okay, this is crazy. Neither the asteroid nor the vampire ship, or we're calling it a vampire ship now, are appealing, de- are appealing destinations, but you've nowhere else to go. You jet toward M33, flying on hope. Flying on hope. <laughs> <laughs> In your bolted on space suit <laughs> On the wings of a space vampire You cracked like the adventure You cracked the branch that is like the full adventure I'm having a good time We haven't yeah. even seen a vampire yet <laughs> yes. We're just assuming he's on a spaceship Two days <laughs> has passed <laughs> Alone You're in a space oh, wow. Two days? Alone in a spacesuit with a jetpack on your back Traveling at 2,200 miles per hour You feel as if you're absolutely motionless Even with all your training, you're not prepared for the eeriness The loneliness and the stark, strange beauty of drifting alone in space My god You Our sleep, pretty, stars. Pretty good. You sleep, you dream, you sip vitamin-enriched Orange-flavored water <laughs> And every few hours You take a bearing on M33 And presumably Three days pee every once have- in a while <laughs> Three days have passed Everything oh, no. is the same, except you're feeling weaker from the lack of solid food. Five <laughs> days. The asteroid is growing brighter. Through the Questar scope, you can make out its <laughs> potato-like shape. Then your heart skips a beat. The tiny light next to it has taken an elongated shape. It's almost certainly the Petya. Seven days. Your food supply oh is gosh. almost gone. And more important, <laughs> so is your oxygen supply. There's oh. only a slight chance there's a galactic patrol station on M33. Yet, if you board the Petya, you could be walking into the arms... And teeth of the space oh, vampire. Man. If you jet toward, oh, that would be awkward, right? If you jet toward asteroid M thirty three, turn to twenty one. If you jet toward the Petya, turn to page forty. Now M thirty three, you said you told Steve to meet you there, right? That's somewhere you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think so. well, that was it was like point. I think see. so, something like that. But if you go to the pet, you might walk right into the teeth of the space vampire. I feel like we've had we've had adventures that go to the Petya already. Like, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I feel like if I go to the asteroid, the space vampire's gonna find me at some point. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Confirmed, yeah, yeah. yes, you were meeting Steve at M33. Let's okay. go to M33. I got to meet me a Steve. Okay, let's. we got to find that, that Steve. That traitor. You've gone seven days. You're not ready to face a vampire yet, right? <laughs> right. Okay. I, I need my strength. If, no, if there's no patrol station on M33, you're as good as dead. And even if there is, you'll have some fancy talking to do if you don't want to end up in jail. But you'd rather take that chance and walk into the arms of space vampire. Weird, weird time to get scared of space vampires. In the arms <laughs> I guess once you of a space vampire. Space. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Okay, you calibrate your instruments and decelerate them. Reverse thrust, naturally. As you coast in for a landing on M33, you spot a small dome structure protruding out of the rock. A Space Force installation! That's the Space Force way. That's the Space Force way. With your last bit of fuel, <laughs> you jet to a landing a few feet away from the entrance and step unsteadily onto the asteroid's pitted metallic surface. You walk toward the dome, keeping one foot firmly on the ground. How do you walk <laughs> keeping one foot firmly on the ground? Harder to do than it sounds. <laughs> Gravity here is so light that if you jumped in the air, you wouldn't come down. You'd just go flying off into space. Been there. Yeah, we've all been there. What? So how is this? Is a good okay, illustration. Go we got a two-page illustration here, Matt. You probably see it in your book. Oh, very but, uh, nice. You standing you. in front of a domed structure, and it has a sign on it. There's a notice posted on the entrance to the dome. <laughs> now you're close enough to read it. A new space patrol station will be opening here soon. It will be stocked with food, oxygen, and other emergency supplies. Wow. Sorry, kids. Wally World is closed. <laughs> you shake the entrance door, but it's firmly locked. You stand there on the cold metallic ground. Your gauge shows you have a three-hour supply of oxygen. Maybe the patrol station will be open before it runs out. But it doesn't seem likely. Oh, God. The end. <laughs> I'm Chris at Round Table Pizza. <laughs> That's a horrible, horrible death, Eli. A truly yeah. horrible death. Pretty please, bad. Please open please up and give me pizza at 1030 in the morning's PlayStation. Steve, <laughs> let me in. Yeah, where's Steve? Yeah, no, Steve. I think Steve betrayed you, man. Oh, man. Steve sold you out, bro. Yeah, I think he sold you Or he you was out. yelling about hating patrol and people grabbed him up because he's on a space station screaming about how he hates his job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to lose his ranking, whatever it is. Wow, that's that was brutal. a pretty good adventure, That was Eli. a good adventure. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that was That's got to be experience. the longest non-vampire adventure in the Yeah, book, I'm, I'm a little vampire. bummed I did not get to meet the space vampire. <laughs> I'm pretty amazed, though, that there's that long an adventure without meeting a space vampire. Yeah, that was two, two reads this week, no vampire. That's kind of exciting. I, yeah. I feel like they were—they really were in their groove. I mean, yeah. this is number seventy-one. Yeah, so I yeah. think he figured his jam out. Do these get good? Is that what happens? This is very good. Yeah. Right. That was fun. I, I, I mean, I still can't get over how the vampire on the cover is just Bella Lugosi in a spacesuit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, does making a vamp, does making someone a vampire give them the the widow's peak slicked back haircut like that? I mean. Yeah, yes. it's a, clearly it does. I mean, maybe and it's, space it looks like hair, but generous. it's actually tentacles. It, that looks like a sweater <laughs> yeah. and slacks. Sweater yeah, it's true. But he's wearing like the same stuff that the kids are wearing, basically, right? Like, why doesn't he have it's his own stripe. sort of clothing? Like, like what does space be wearing Dracula wear? stuff? I, I I like to imagine he's got that medallion hanging down under the under, under there. The oh, it's yeah. under there. You can feel its power. Oh. All his velvet stuff is crushed and ugly right now because it's in the spacesuit. He's like, oh, it's got to take forever to clear this out. I don't drink space vibe. <laughs> well, Eli, uh, way to show us how to do a choose your own adventure book and how to Seriously. make good choices. Uh, we would like to give you this extra copy of Space Vampire. Oh, yeah, I can't tell you how excited I am for this. Uh, we both signed it on the inside there. <laughs> Matt, I did your signature, but I think I got pretty close. 
I'm it, sure you did it exactly it, right. It says Max Drool. Yeah, it's pretty close. Oh, right? That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, that's a little I'll, something I'll for you. I'll mail you keep. my signature. You could tape it in over top <laughs> yeah. of that. Can Thank you, you. Can you show it to me so I can see how big it is? See that? Mm, all right. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not my name. I don't write like that. Yeah, it occurred to us that we should give our guests a copy of the book. Unfortunately, it, that, that idea came very late, so we apologize to our early guests for not giving them pot copies of the book. Uh, that would have been a cool thing to do. Yeah. We didn't do oh, it. Man. I can't wait to get through, get into this and follow along with you guys, too. I, yeah, get in it deep. I, I gave Chris, when you guys were doing Cave of Time, I had a map that I had found online of every option in the Cave of Time. And I, I followed I along. I followed along with you really? guys, <laughs> yeah. and like marked where each episode ended. And I had such a good time doing that. And I can't find that map for any of the other books. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it's only like the first few have yeah. people have done those maps for them. Yeah, and book two is just underwater. Oh. Has a lot. Has so many loops in it. The way that Harlow Thromby did that. I'm like, I don't yeah, want to no, do that. No, thank you. <laughs> so, so having having something, I had actually looked into uh, getting a copy of this for myself. And like you said, not that easy to come yeah, by. Not, a lot of them are not easy to find. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's one some that I really want to do, but like you can't find them, or they're hundreds yeah. of dollars, and so right. we can't yeah. do that. So thank so you we guys. Start that's, getting that's... those sponsors. So hit us up. You know, <laughs> if you want to be a sponsor, we have. <laughs> if it helps, I use Tens Blue Apron all the time. I had Blue Apron for dinner tonight. <laughs> there we go. You hear that, Blue Apron? Oh, hey, Blue Apron. Yeah, CC's Blue Apron. <laughs> if we just start uh, doing table, ads for companies, of the stuff he said. And did. If we huh? just keep doing ads for companies, if we just they'll eventually start paying us for it. You want to do a quick roundtable yeah. ad? I'll do a little CC's maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I like roundtable round pizza. It's so good. And it comes out hot. and Even at 10.30 in the morning. Even at 10.30 in the morning. There it is. Very nice. We did it. CC's. Threes for threes, threes for fees. Feces. I, I think it's like six. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I, think I heard feces I, in there, I, and I don't think that's... I've seen CeCe's commercials recently. I think it's up to five ninety nine. Uh, five ninety nine, man. That's six. still a deal, man. It's, it's still a lot really, of pizza. It made me so good. sick every time I ate <laughs> yeah. it, but that's me. That's my, that's my cross to bear. It is still a good deal. Get your picks uh, just for six. We also got chicken sticks. That's accurate. <laughs> Five ninety nine buys you five hundred pounds of pizza. If you want to have that, that's how you do. All right, okay, that's our sponsor corner. Um, uh, we should probably let everybody go because they probably have lives to lead. Uh, Eli, thank you so much. For, I'm going to shake your hand. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thank I'm you, Matt. Shake my hand at you in a way that's that. Good. Oh, that's pretty good. It's good. It's like a yeah. That, that got that got. Almost obscene, really fast. It got really <laughs> nasty looking because you guys did it so slow. Um, and the concentration on our faces is not helping anything. <laughs> Thanks for uh, mentioning us on Twitter. It's fun to talk to you guys and get your thoughts on the podcast. So keep that up. And also, like if you haven't, you, like you could do a review on Apple. That would be cool if you like. Oh yeah, the that's show. sweet. You know we. People have given us really nice reviews and review places, and it's so awesome to see. Yeah, it's, it's so thanks really everybody cool. who did that. It's really nice. Um, and then also, yeah, check out the SoundCloud. There's like 74 tracks on there or <laughs> yeah, something. It's horrifying. <laughs> You've been with us for an hour and a half, but our time doesn't <laughs> oh have to be gosh, over. It's horrible. <laughs> so enjoy that, and then uh, until next week, uh, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. That's right. I'm the yeah. 50 old brother. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to five now. That sounds. Right.